Welcome to Record Discourse. Here we talk about some of the best punk, EDM, and rap music released in the past two years. Each of our hosts is going to bring a selection of some of their favorite songs that they've been listening to recently in popular music or not so popular music. I'm your host, primary host, Emily. And I'm Skylar. I'm Jeremy. I'm Malik. All right. And our regular second host, uh, Shia, she is currently stuck in Dimension X. Uh, She'll be here some other time, but uh, unfortunately her reggae music will not be here. So let's get into the discourse for this week. Uh, My first song that I'll be presenting is Blue Morpho by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard off of their most recent album, Butterfly 3000. And let's get into that. Okay, so that was the uh, experimental surf rock song Blue Morpho by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Uh, Not typically what I bring. Usually I've brought punk in the past. So what were your thoughts on this song? I'll start us off here with a discussion on this uh, song. I thought, yeah, like you said, it was way different than what you brought to the table before. Um, It wasn't bad. Uh, my only issue was is just like every other week. I can't understand what they're saying. Maybe it's because the, the volume was a little too low. But I mean, I don't know. I definitely have to be in a certain kind of mood to listen to this kind of music. But it definitely wasn't bad. Yeah, I also liked it. I didn't really like the singing that much. But the um, the instrumental sounded really good, especially in the last minute when it uh, the drums kind of dropped out a little bit and I couldn't tell if it was a guitar stab or a keyboard but that kind of dropped out and the instrumental was a little bit more smooth um I like that part but yeah it was I, I liked it overall Malik um I liked it uh it was something different to hear like I know you brought punk the list two podcasts but you know I really liked it um I liked the transitions in it in the songs I couldn't really hear like what they were saying but Although it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Stu Grayson's vocals are kind of something I've gotten used to. Um, this isn't his usual type of singing because um, usually he like over enunciates, but for this album, they've gone in a psychedelic direction again. And because of that, most of the vocals on the songs are like soft also, with a lot of these songs, it helps to have the lyric sheet to like understand them. Uh, I can appreciate the singing yeah. as like an aesthetic choice. Yeah. Um, but w- if I want to listen to something 
that sounds good. Like if I want to listen to someone sing because they, they're good at singing, I probably wouldn't choose that song. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's go to my second song that I've also brought. Um, this is from a live album from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard that they did a little bit before the COVID lockdown. Um, this is from their album Live in Sydney 21. Oh, actually, this is post-lockdown in Australia. They have a pre- and post-lockdown Sydney album. Uh, this will be from their album uh, Microphonic. Uh, this is their song Open Water from Live Sydney in 2021. Okay, that was uh, the slightly redone version of Open Water from uh, Sydney 2021. I think live uh, album versions, like live concert things, shouldn't be played on the show, primarily because of uh, Zoom, because it's really hard to get like good audio levels on Zoom when playing like music that's recorded like that. <laughs> But uh, what'd you guys think about the actual song? I know it was long. <laughs> it was cool. Um, I like the drums and all that. Um, I don't think I could listen to it for five minutes and 39 seconds, but I also like the cover art too, because I was looking at that too. So um, it was just really hard to hear at first, but although I liked it, so. Uh, Skylar? It had a pretty similar vibe to the other song we listened to. It was the um, it was about the same artist, right? Or same yeah, uh, it's the same artist. Okay, yeah. yeah, I could definitely tell. Um, even though it was slightly different tune, I could tell it was very similar. So, I mean, yeah, it's not something I would just normally listen to, but it was all right. Uh, Jeremy, I liked it. Um, I think it it was a different vibe than the last song. Um. I would probably listen to this. I'd probably listen to the other song too, but um, I think the singing sounded better. I don't think it was technically better, but it sounded better within the context of the song. So I liked it. Yeah. I think if you were to listen to any of their records, I wouldn't recommend the live versions. The live versions are there primarily for like uh, storing them. And sometimes they go into like cool riffs and whatever like they expand upon the songs because they do a lot of touring so it's cool to have some of the live albums um but they're not the primary albums and i recommend just listening to their actual albums before the live stuff 
Um, is that song released on another yeah, album? That song is released on. Uh, I can post the album. I forgot the full name of the album. It is released on Flying Microtonal Banana. That's the name of this the band or the album. That's the name of the album. Uh, that's the album where they go into microtones. So it's like microtones in the way that they do them are sort of like subliminal type things put deep into the track that you can hear in certain parts of the song. And if you're able to find all the microtones, you are able to put together like a message from it. Wow. That's really cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, the open water version on the album is even longer though. It's seven minutes. I don't mind a long song. I think it's yeah. cool. Uh, <laughs> it goes long, but it goes into even more different riffs. Um, they're kind of a band that you put in the background and you just like zone out to. Um, I would describe them as uh, stoner adjacent. I would agree with that. Uh, sort of in a way of like Pink Floyd was for the 70s. I'm not calling them the next thing since Pink Floyd, but that's their similar sort of musical style and how they make stuff. Yeah, I can hear that for sure. So, Skylar, what have you brought? So, I switched things up this week, and I brought a rapper into the mix. As you guys know, I've been bringing EDM artists. But, yeah, so I actually brought NF. So, it's a uh, stage name, but his real name is Nathan Fuerstein. And he's actually a 30-year-old uh, rapper out of Michigan. So, that's pretty cool. But I actually got onto his music probably about, like, three years ago. And what really drew me towards his music was just how real and relatable his music is. He raps about life, his childhood, his traumatic childhood, and just any and everybody can relate to his music. It really doesn't matter what you've been through or how nice of a life you've had. Everybody can listen to the words of at least one of his songs and be like, dang, like I felt that. And uh he's a really inspirational artist to me uh, i'm actually going to one of his concerts this week uh in columbia maryland with some friends so that's pretty awesome but yeah uh the song that i'm bringing this week is called lost featuring hospin so if we can go ahead and give that a listen uh let's see what nf's bringing to our podcast That was Lost by NF featuring Hospin. Uh, what'd you guys think of it? I liked it. Um, I liked 
I liked NF and I liked Hobson on the track. I think I liked um, Hobson actually better than NF's verses. I think um, the anger in Hobson's voice comes out better than NF. NF's sort of like, um, he was good, but he just wasn't as good, I think. I'm not saying this is like a Hobson song, but like it's, I feel like his makes it more than NF. I agree with that. I'm actually not even a big fan of Hobson. But I'm not I, either. I think he outshined NF on this song. I feel oh. like if it was just NF on this song, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a great song. I feel like it would be like a six out of ten. Hobson maybe brings it up to like a eight-ish. And I don't even like Hobson. So that's not Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he kind of did make it for some reason. Um, I'm not a fan of his music either. But yeah, I mean, I, I could have picked any one of his numerous songs from his new album, Clouds. Um, I was just listening to this one lately, and I just decided to throw it in there. So it wasn't trying to take away the spotlight from NF. But yeah. Anybody else have any comments? Um, I liked it. It was an aggressive song, but I'm with y'all on the Hobson, dude. Um, NF, I didn't really feel his verse, but... When Hospin came out, I really felt his because he had more anger in his voice. So I liked the beat in the background, too. It was pretty okay. But although mm, I'm with you on this one, Skylar, he Hobson outside NF. So, yeah. One thing about the music video, um, if you just look up the song on YouTube with the music video, I'm pretty sure I've seen like this landscape before in the movie Project Grizzly, which is a Canadian movie about a Canadian guy who um, it's like a documentary. So in the early 90s or no, in the mid 80s, this uh, guy who was obsessed with grizzly bears built like a suit to go out and like touch one face to face in it. And it's basically like um, a super protective suit. And uh, I'm pretty sure they go out into the same wilderness and walk around and lose the suit in like that same location, which I think is really funny. That's pretty interesting. You should figure that out. I'd be curious. Um, Is NF Canadian? Because if it's like in the north of Canada, it realistically could be the same mountains. Because I looked at those mountains for like 40 minutes. Well, he's from Michigan. So it could be. I don't know. Maybe. Project Grizzly is awful. Don't watch that movie, but um, all the guys in it are very fascinating characters. I recommend watching a best of from that movie because they're all like ridiculous caricatures of people, but they're just real for some reason. I've seen other NF videos uh, and he always has balloons with him. What's the deal with that? He always has black balloons. Yeah, to be honest, I'm not sure. I, I believe I saw at one point that they're kind of just like burdens that he's carrying around. That's what I was thinking during the music video. But as to why he doesn't let them go, I'm not sure. Well, uh, Jeremy, what have you brought for this week? So this week I brought uh, Loose Change by The Alchemist. Um, he's a sample-based producer out of Beverly Hills, California. And uh, the song features Earl Sweatshirt. I tried to find a song that didn't have Earl Sweatshirt in it, but I just, he's the only rapper that I really care about that's been releasing music uh, lately. Um, but this song uses a sample from a jazz Yugoslavian song and appears as track three on the Alchemist 2021 EP called This Thing of Ours. 
So let's give it a listen. About to reach. You fell down the scream. That sounded me like a loss. I had a bad bout with grief and I tossed a match on the kerosene. Burned the ring down to ashes and memories. Feather feet behind and ahead of the beat. Throwing them off, arriving in the nick of time. Knees nickel and diamond. I'm giving them five and sliding my way up the street. Pretty penny, you my luckiest fine. Skin copper. Bouncing. Save a generous slice for me. Please. Please save a generous slice for me. Change jingling in my pocket. These nickel and diamond. I'm giving them five pretty penny. You my luckiest fine. Skin copper. Bouncing. Save a generous slice for me. That was Loose Change by The Alchemist featuring Earl Sweatshirt. What do y'all think? I liked it. Um, I was mostly focused on the sample, though. I I really liked the sample. And that probably also comes from me being a big fan of um, mid-century jazz. I don't know if you describe it as mid-century, but like 70s onward, um, sort of like electronic jazz I'm really into. So I was more into the sample than I was the lyrics. Well, I guess that's a good thing because it's technically the Alchemist song. Earl, Earl's just a feature on it. So Skylar, what did you think? I thought it was pretty chill. Um, I liked I liked Earl. Uh, I'm starting to get used to his music. I wasn't really a fan of him in the first place, but now I'm starting to hear more of him, Jeremy. I'm actually just kind of liking the guy. So yeah, new artist. Appreciate it. Yeah, he's an acquired taste. But once you uh, get a feel for the kind of music he makes, it, 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 it gets pretty addictive, honestly. I can see that. Because he only sounds like him and nobody else really sounds. Nobody really does it like he does it. So you have to listen to him to get the same sound. Malik, what do you think? I liked it. Um, I'm with Emily. I was, I was really focused on the sample, but um, although... Earl Sweatshirt was a feature on it. Um, I like both. I mean, I like the verses, so it was a pretty cool song. And Malik, what have you brought for this week? Um, I brought Chris Brown, No Guidance, um, as it's featuring Drake on it. Um, he's a R&B rap artist. Um, he's pretty much like an R&B rap artist of like the 21st century, probably, something like that. But um, I brought No Guidance with Drake on it. So um, it came out about, like, last year sometime. So um, you can go in and play it, join it. Seen it on the ground, trying to see that in 3D, mommy. I know I get around because I like to move freely. But you can lock it down, I can tell by how you treat me. Seen how you did, homeboy, so please take it easy.
All right, that was Chris Brown featuring Drake, no guidance. Um, what did y'all think about it? I liked it. Um, actually, when I when you started playing the song, I thought this was the remix that's going around on TikTok that has been for a while. And um, I actually hadn't heard this version, but I did like it. But I think I like the remix a little bit better. I thought it sounded good. Um, I probably wouldn't listen to it by myself uh, just because I don't really like slow, like singing songs. But, um, you know, of course, the quality is really good because it's Drake and Chris Brown. Um, but, yeah, it, it sounded good to me. I've just never kept up with Chris Brown. Um, I actually haven't heard maybe a song by Chris Brown since like 2012. So, of course, it sounds really different. I didn't know that Chris Brown has gone in like um, the sort of Drake type direction where like he's the type of person who would now do a collaboration song with Drake and do like a slow um, rap jam. I really thought um, Chris Brown would kind of go in more of an usher direction where he goes like more of a soft R&B and not like modern rap as he aged. I don't know. I, I haven't listened to Chris Brown in a long time, though. So I think that's it for this week of record discourse. Hopefully next week, none of our uh, hosts will be stuck in an alternate dimension that they cannot escape from. I've been Emily. I'm Skyler. Jeremy. Ali. And this has been Record Discourse. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.